Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Welcome to the ho, ho, ho holiday. I mean, there's nothing holiday about it, except it is Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. And we're wearing festive sweaters. We can't are. Really see mine, but Check out cute. the Patreon so you can see. It oh, looks like very a little cute. tree. Looks like a tree on my arms. Oh, look at you. And I'm wearing a very cute little like Fair Isle red reindeer printed card. The tag is still on Does it. Does it have the tag still on it, Megan? Ma'am, I just Are you returning it. it later? No. I can't remember to do anything. Why do we still have the tags on it? Because I just bought it. And if we want to talk about how chaotic this has been behind the scenes, am, am I wearing pants? No. 
Am I sweating my absolute ass off? Yes. I so, will say the majority of the times when we're recording remote, I'm not wearing pants. I just am today because I'm at my parents' home. Pants for parents? Mm-hmm. You know, we all we all have the things that we need to do um, to get through the day. And maybe maybe you wouldn't be... Are you sleeping with pants on? Because it's too fucking hot. No, 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 okay, no, good, no. Good. I was like, that can't be But if I need to pop up to go to the bathroom or something. In the nighttime, yeah. they're not coming to my part of the house, so... But in the daytime, who knows when they're walking around. You gotta stay alert. Mm-hmm. But yeah, welcome to another episode. I hope you're listening to this. I mean, actually, I really don't care if you're listening to this on Christmas. Like, you can. Uh, if you are, actually, either you don't, maybe you don't celebrate, um, or you're surrounded by people who, like, fucking suck and you need some escapism, to which I say, mm-hmm. we are happy to bring that for you. And as somebody who needed a lot of that growing up, I understand. And so... and. Yeah, for today, I've prepared a little um, Christmas song that I'd like to sing to all of you. That's a lie. was like, this is, what are you talking about? <laughs> Speaking of Christmas songs, though, Sabrina Carpenter released like a little Christmas, I think it's an EP. I don't know how many, I don't know if how many songs qualifies as that. Um, and it's just dirty Christmas songs. Great. You know, and I'm I was a big like, fan. This is very much our vibe. I think you would like it. So there's something about... Um, Santa like something about Santa's big balls or something I don't remember okay. what else it is and something about like stuff my chimney you know great <laughs> and I love it I'm a fan I haven't listened to it but I already know I'm a fan because well, you're a carpenter much like Jesus yes same so if you're brand new here my name is Megan and my name's Melissa and maybe you're not brand new here but maybe you are you know hiding away from your like just overbearing in-laws and you have your partner in the car with you and we're being introduced to them for the first time so hi stick up for them okay you know be kind everybody and um you don't have to be kind no no somebody if somebody you know needs to be bitch to then be a bitch oh oh, totally i just mean that you know if you're if you're dealing with the in-laws on the holidays it is your job as the person who is directly related to them to keep them in line. Don't do not put all of that on your partner. Uh-uh. Let them live their life. Well, we're going to give you amazing, wonderful, life-changing advice. And if it's not amazing, wonderful, and life-changing, A, you're lying. And B, you can't blame us because it's in the title of the show. So if you want to call for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. For both of those, you have three minutes. For the phone call leaving a voicemail, it will quite literally cut you off. And for the voice memo, we will cut you off. One is Google. One is us. We're one and the same. We're really not. We don't have that kind of money. But if you have that kind of money, donate to our Patreon. <laughs> Help support the show. Um, Help support and- <laughs> the show. Also, donate to my film. Do that Any too. amount. Any amount counts. $5. Great. Thank you. Perfect. And we do ask that you include all relevant information. Specifically, we would like to know how old you are, how old the other people are in 
the, the circumstance, the situation you are telling us about that you need our advice on. If it's about a relationship, how long you've been together, you can let us know your pronouns if you would like to. You do not have to, but we do ask that you give people fake names because it is all anonymous. We can't keep track if you give like, this is A, this is B, this is C, and this is D, or one, two, three. It's easier if you give them fake names. Um, you can take inspiration from your favorite TV shows and movies, but just know if you say Jamie and Cersei about you and your partner, we are going to assume that you are brother sister lovers. So um, proceed with caution. And if you don't want to call in or you cannot call in, you can also send us a DM under 300 words and write it all out. Same kind of parameters as well as sending a written in email to meganpodcast.gmail.com. And you have to be 18 or prepared parents permission for all of that. Are you ready to get into the show? I am. Well, the first one's a write in, and since you're catching your breath, I'll read it. Hello, Megan and Melissa. I'm 28 year old, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm looking for advice on how to accept that my childhood was over ages ago, and I'm never going to get it back. I have everything that I look forward to having when I was a kid a fun job, an amazing partner at my own place. Although I am very thankful for these things, I miss not being totally anxious and neurotic and not constantly thinking about the future and the next life thing. I am in therapy. With a full-time job, the years start to blur together. I miss long summers hanging with friends. I basically just miss being carefree and not having worries. For context, my dad passed away at the beginning of 2022, and a very close friend I had known since childhood passed away in 2020. Both deaths were very sudden. I feel like it triggered a lot of these feelings. Some nights I just lie in bed and cry because I just don't want to be an adult anymore. I have bought, brought this up to friends and family to see if they feel the same way, but they all prefer being adult and don't really miss being a kid at all. So I think there is something wrong with me. I wish I could just look back at, on my own childhood and be grateful for those times rather than wishing I was back there. The older I get, the more of an adult I will become and that scares me. I'm afraid of not living carefree ever again. I miss my underdeveloped brain. I'm sorry it sounds like a very privileged email, but I appreciate any advice you have for this if you have any. Love the pot and thank you. My first question is, what was your sample size of the people you polled about this? Because like, that's like low-key wild to me that nobody is saying like, no, I actually really prefer like a life of um, paying taxes and not having someone cut the crust off my sandwich and like, you know, making all of these decisions myself and having to drive myself. And I really actually don't miss it all falling asleep in a car and having an adult carrying me inside. Like, what? As we wrap up this year, I would like to remind y'all what my theme of this year was. And that was to be childish. And I have really, I'm almost 10 years older than you. And um, I really like leaning into the childhood part of my life. And I don't think you need other people to validate you for that. I love, like, I have, like, here's some child, I, I like to buy things for my childhood that are very nostalgic like I have a video game console that has all like Nintendo games from when I was a little kid I have my um light bright I, I like to participate in yeah I do math problems <laughs> which Literally. most people can't relate to but I do math problems I um participate in activities I start new activities that I wanted to do as a kid and I never got into 
you don't have to, I still like wear my Power Ranger uh, robe. You don't have to be, you can have adult responsibilities and have adult money and have adult, you know, like things like have a job that you like and um, still very much lean to your childhood because you have like your adult money now. You can do those things that you wanted to do as a child that you couldn't do or you just, you know, didn't have the time to do or your parents wouldn't sign you up for these things. Go do them. They exist. There's a lot. There's whole communities of people that still lean into their childhood. If you want to go to a fucking adult summer camp, you can. Like if you want to go, you said you miss your long summers. Do just take trips. Go on trips if you're um if you can. If not, find things that are local in your area. There are things you can do. You just got to find them and you got to commit to this um childish uh life that I have committed to. So, um welcome join me you can you can do all these things you don't have to have other people's permission to do it yeah i i i also think that like i'm not gonna say that like every single person you talk to is like totally lying because i mean i there were there are aspects of my childhood like if someone's like do you want to go back and live your exact childhood over again i will would probably say no because like there are things from my childhood that i don't want to there are aspects of that but that doesn't mean that like I don't miss being a, a kid like I don't miss that aspect of it like there are and again so like I'm not saying that like the people who are, you're talking to are all lying like there could be people who like there is a, no aspect of their childhood that they enjoyed whatsoever and they really don't like it but to me I think a lot of that response that you're getting is the fact that it is impossible to go back to being a kid like you can like once I said like you can implement like childlike things and that child wonder and all of that stuff into your adult life but like you're never going to be in fourth grade ever again and so for a lot of people in order to kind of like it's just it's very black and white it's like well that's never going to happen again so therefore there's no point in wanting that or missing that or dreaming about that because like I can't actually get that so some people are like very I don't know, pragmatic and realistic in that sense where they don't really like let themselves want for things that don't seem like possibilities because they don't want to be like disappointed or I feel like it's like a waste of time. Um, but I, I think that a lot of people will say that they prefer adulthood because it is the only option. <laughs> and so it's like I, I wouldn't necessarily take that as like your weird or your thought process is like totally different than anyone else's. Um, but a lot of people and especially like a lot of adults like won't let themselves won't let themselves want for things that they can't achieve because so much of adulthood is um, propelling forward and achievements and all of that kind of stuff. And it's that like hustle, grind, work culture. So I, I, I don't think that you're weird at all for this. And I would suggest um, if you're not on Twitter I would go this is like a tweet every day of being like I fucking miss being a kid like I just wish I could be a kid again and um I would advise doing everything Melissa said and also like finding friends who share this kind of sentiment with you I would to to weed it out a little bit not to say it's this cut and dry um but I don't know what kind of space you work in but creative people very much like to play pretend all day whether that's like you're you're making things and that's something that Melissa and I have both found to have adult jobs that are things that we 
like there's the same kind of ideas and concepts you start as a kid. Like it's just like creating and making things. You're using your imagination and you don't have to be in a professional field like that. But I know a lot of people who work in not creative fields who love being friends with people who are super creative because it, it's just a different kind of mindset and a different kind of social activities you'll do with those people. And you, if everybody's answering the same thing to you, I think you, you're the issue is not you. I think it's just the bubble that you're in. And that's fine that everyone can believe that or feel a certain way about that. But I would try and find some like like minded um, people like there's a reason there's like adult kickball leaks and like all of this kind of stuff like it. You just have to kind of get out of the bubble that you're in. And I think you'll notice like Dave and Buster's exist. That is a an adult like arcade. <laughs> this is there's every I think that you are in the majority and you just happen to be around people who have uh, a minority opinion or are telling themselves that that's like the belief and opinion that they hold. But you're not wrong. I, I feel the exact same way about adulthood. And like, it stresses me out that like the years blur together and it's just like, oh God, okay. And I'm really like privileged and lucky to have a job that isn't so monotonous. Um, but it still feels like that because for the first 18 years of your life, you like measure your life by school years and then summers and all of this kind of stuff that it just then becomes like you achieve everything and then you're just like, okay, now what? So you're definitely not alone in that feeling at all. Go play hide and seek. I want to start building fairy houses around like our neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I wanted, we didn't get to do it because it was raining, but I wanted to do kickball for my birthday. I have friends we, who we just randomly had a um, water balloon fight, but we a invited a whole bunch of people. Yeah, slumber party. You can do whatever you want. Laser tag. Same group of friends. That same group of friends. We will play laser. We haven't gone since the pandemic because germs. But uh, we used to, before the pandemic, we were in laser tag every Friday. (laughs) There you go. And those are adults. Mm Mm-hmm. Laser tag stressed me the fuck out. I also like wall-to-wall carpeting is not a place I will ever re-enter after in in a COVID world. And there's black like it's black light so you can see everything because you have to it has to be like that for the laser so yeah there are things i don't want to (laughs) know and that's one of them all right uh let's take a break If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities. Blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back. Next up, we have another write-in. I'm writing in for Don't Blame Me because my roommates want to become friends with benefits. Oof. I, Ooh. 19, she, her, live with three other people. Sarah, 20, she, her. Oscar, 19, he, him. And Veronica, 20, she, her. Last year, I lived with Sarah, Veronica, and another girl that dropped out of school. Sarah thought it would be a good idea to bring Oscar into our room since he was looking for another roommate and we needed a new roommate. I wasn't necessarily opposed to him living with us, but it was not a convert, but there was not a lot of conversation about it until it became a reality. Sarah and Oscar have been extremely close this semester, constantly cuddling on the couch, making a lot of plants, just the two of them, and generally just acting like a couple. This is not our dynamic last year at all, and it has made Veronica and I very uncomfortable. However, things became a lot worse last night when Sarah told us her and Oscar want to become friends with benefits and asked for our blessing, which is very confusing because Oscar is gay. Whoa! <laughs> oh my God, the up this and down. This is so juicy. I'm dying. I told her I need time to process, but both Veronica and I agree that this is a horrible idea. I don't feel like I can live with them anymore, and I'm hoping to find another room to live in next semester, but if I can't, what do I do? If they start hooking up, it'll be very uncomfortable for both Veronica and I, but if we say no, then we'll be the reason they aren't having sex, which is also a very uncomfortable position to be in. I feel so uncomfortable in my room, and I wish they had never told me at all. Question before we get into this. When you say roommates, I'm, you don't mean just living in the same apartment. Y'all are sharing a room. I refuse to actually accept that as reality. I'm thinking that it's roommates because I can't, I personally like actually cannot wrap my head around four, four people in a room, like in general. And then specifically the fact that if that is the case, that means that these two people said, hey, can we fuck in the room? We all sleep in while you're in it. And that I would say like, that's like a, a a different like level of of they i don't even know what to do they said share a room multiple times during this i know 
They are in the same room. I can't do that. Well, you have to because we have to go by what the information that is given to us. That is a rule that we laid out very early on. The information that was given to us is that they all share a room. Okay. Okay. I can't. But they have a couch. I don't know. Okay. Okay. They, okay, they have a living room and then a room that they all four share. Um, I feel like that uh, this was a plan all along. Oh, without a doubt. I feel like... Hold on. Who are these people? Sarah. Sarah thought it'd be good to bring Oscar. Sarah, Sarah, wanted, Sarah wanted Oscar from the beginning. Sarah's and playing Sarah a long game. Like, she saw a gay man and said, I, <laughs> I, I in the words of holes, I can fix that. Yikes, Sarah. Sarah is one messy bitch. Um, yeah, this is a terrible idea. And if you can get out of this, if you and Veronica can get out of this in some way, shape, or form, and where y'all can go live somewhere else, please do. Because this, no. Just imagine coming home. They've probably already started hooking up, to be honest. If they're telling you now, they probably We're already asking started. for your blessing. Uh, I actually don't bless this at all. I actually curse this with the power of a thousand fiery suns. Yeah. Leave that gay man alone. Leave Oscar alone. Like, does Oscar want, like, I would be like, Oscar, what is going, what is going on? And also, like, do you think she lied and said that Oscar was gay? So then. I think she lied and said Oscar was gay so that she, that he could stay there. Oscar was never gay. I would just straight up be like, uh, no, this like that's like so uncomfortable. That's not like I'm we're not cool with this at all. Um, and that is just like not not going to happen. And then I would be like so fucking petty. And then I'd be like, we're going to write up a contract. And if you guys are hooking up, then if we break the lease, you have to cover the cost of breaking the lease. Yeah. Like I would just be that. And I would pay like, my deposit. Yeah. And, and like I would just place. be so fucking strict about that of being like no we're actually not cool with that at all and she didn't tell you she basically asked for your blessing and to that you can say no and i'm really glad it's four people not three people because it's two against two now and you can make their lives hell like just do like i remember when i was growing up um one of my friends she's an older sister who's two years older than us and we were like just so fucking annoying we would just spend like all of our time cock blocking her like not even really realizing what we were doing and then i got older i was mm-hmm. like oh, like and i asked her i was like when's the first time you and my high school boyfriend like had sex and she was like bitch we we could not have sex when we were in high school because of you and my sister and i was like what and she was like are you not remembering i was like oh i didn't really think we were being that effective and she was like no like legitimately like you like would not leave us alone ever and so like you can do things like just be like hella fucking annoying and make it like make their living circumstance and situation miserable so they don't want to spend time there like you can you can do that like out uncomfortable uncomfortable them yikes um yeah that's all i got Sarah was lying. Oscar was never gay. Sarah and Oscar have already been hooking up. Get out. Break them up. Ask Oscar. Like, Sarah told us that you were gay. If I was him, probably went along with it because he wanted to move in. Yeah, this is just like 
That's so. If they've been acting like a couple for like all this time, never gay. No, I really, really or hope he you lied. have separate rooms. Or he lied so he could get in there, so he could get in the roommate situation. And maybe he's playing. Maybe it's the opposite where he's playing a long game with Sarah, and he lied about being gay, and then he became the roommate, and then. You know, they started cuddling because he's gay. It doesn't mean anything. And then slowly wormed his way in. Either way, Oscar, Sarah, don't trust either one of them. No, don't trust them for a goddamn fucking second. And I really hope that this was just like um, a, a misunderstanding and that you are in separate rooms. Because as somebody who has been on the top bunk while people have been fucking on the bottom bunk, and I started getting motion sick from the waves that I was riding and crash. Like it was, it's scarring and like, I could never look at those people in the daylight the same. I really don't hope that for you. Sarah thought it would be a good idea to bring Oscar into our room since. I know. I know. I just, I, I, that makes it so bad. Make her sign a contract. I can live with them anymore and was hoping to find another room to live in next semester. Make him sign a contract and say, if you're going to hook up, this is what you have to do. These are the consequences. I feel so uncomfortable in my room. Three times. Same Maybe room. you just like start coming on to Oscar and make her upset. No, I don't know. Soon this they'll is so be like, for you. I know. I'm really us. afraid they're going to be like, why don't we just all start hooking? Like, I. Mm -hmm. Because like there is a if you are cool fucking in the same room with other people, I I I I just I I think that like if you can't pick up on the fact that like these other people don't want you to be doing that, I I also don't think you'll pick up on the fact that these other people like actually don't want to be in a foursome with you. And I do think that you wouldn't read the room and you would be like, well, what if we all just <laughs> hook up instead of you feeling uncomfortable? Why don't you just like hop on in? Tap in. Nope. Enjoy. It's a relay. Mm -mm. Oh, my God. Nope. No. I'm so sorry. Um, I will be thinking about you incessantly until you write back and update us. Yes, so please. please do. And please clarify. I believe y'all are in the same room. But I, Megan... I, I, my brain won't let me. I, my brain won't let me because I, that's just like, I'm going to fly to wherever you are and I'm going to rescue you because like that's like traumatizing. All right. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I've been listening to the Eminem Multiverse since right before COVID started. So it's been quite some time now. Um, I love hearing y'all's advice and have been and have even called in once before. And I'm in the Facebook group. Shout out. You both have really inspired me to start therapy. So I'm very grateful for your push. Um, I actually started therapy really recently in November. So I haven't had many sessions yet, and I'm still in that stage of sharing with my therapist the different aspects and relationships that I have in my life um, and things that made me want to start therapy. My question is less to do with the specific advice about a situation, but more to just hear from you guys about your journey with therapy. I just keep feeling impatient and thinking to myself, when am I going to start seeing results? And I know that's bad. Um, and like I said, so far in the few sessions I've had, it's been more of me telling my therapist about life and not so much advice given to me because she obviously can't help me with things she doesn't know yet. 
Um, so my question is basically how long should I expect to be sharing these kinds of backstories of my life until I start feeling like I'm getting the help that I want from therapy? I always hear such great things about going to therapy, and I know I'm just impatient and need to give it time. So you can be tough on me if I just need to shut the fuck up and keep going. Um, so thank you for your help. I uh, love y'all. Bye. So like the, the the one therapist who like I like loved was like a couple's therapist and she was like, Sarah, I love her. Like she just like the fucking best. Um, and I was having trouble with a different therapist who she had recommended to me because I wanted to start individual therapy. And I was like having like a, I don't know, you know, it was slightly different situation. Every time I went to therapy, I just felt so much fucking worse. And I had a, had this other benchmark of therapy with her that I loved. And I, it was like, it felt so helpful. And I like felt like I was learning so much about myself and it felt like very tangible things. And then the other therapy experience was like, oh, I actually feel like exponentially, I feel like a shell of a human when I leave these. And like, this is like, I'm feeling like exponentially again, like worse. Um, and I asked her about it and she had su- first suggested that I like move it to a different day. So like the like end of the day on like a Friday or something. So I have like I don't have to like just jump back into it because she's like it can be a lot of expectations for yourself. But then she also said like give it like three months. And if you're not feeling like it's helpful, like three months should be a good amount of time um, to kind of like get the vibe on someone if you're unsure. But if you, she's like, if you don't like her or like this is not working for you, then like, you know that then be done. But if it's kind of like, a, oh, OK, I'm not entirely sure, like testing the waters and seeing this. Um, but the thing that I just started like doing with that other therapist, which helped me end that therapy relationship quicker, was that I just told her like I was like, I just don't feel like this is like really like I, I don't feel like I'm like getting much out of this right now and like what can we do for that and like how can we do this like this is what I'm like I'm looking to feel better in 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 therapy and I think it would also depend on what you're going for like are you going for you know uh, like a generalized anxiety thing or are you going for like a specific anxiety aspect and those things like you can just like straight up ask your therapist like it doesn't have to be this like um this kind of dance where you're just like kind of waiting and like they're going to step in and they're the professional every therapy session and every like relationship with a therapist is going to be different and every therapist is going to approach things differently and the way to get what you want is just like any other relationship by being clear with what you want and then telling the other person that and like asking for that and if they can they they're they're the professional here they can be like you know that's actually not realistic or that might not be helpful, but there are so many different kinds um, of therapy that talk therapy might not be this talk. Like if this is talk therapy, like it sounds like it is from what you're saying. I don't know the specific kind of talk therapy, but that uh, the approach of it might not feel productive to you right now because you've already lived all of these things. So you're just like retelling someone and it feels like you're catching them up on everything. And I mean, that is kind of a universal experience that everyone would like. They, that's why people joke about starting a new, uh, starting to see a new therapist and like making a PowerPoint presentation to like catch them up on everything to be like, okay, this is where we're at. So like, this is how we get to that. Um, so I do think you're very much still in the stages of that. And there are always going to be times where there are new things that are brought up. Um, but I think that like the the solution to all of this is to like not treat your therapist like uh 
the kind of like a I don't want to sound this like your your therapist should be like a professor with office hours and like a seminar and like someone who you have like conversations with like a therapist with like a that kind of relationship not um a Q&A panel where you're just sitting in the audience like this is like there's an active thing you can ask for things and it can be a conversation it doesn't have to just be like sit on the couch and talk about your life and then they can also tell you if your expectations are something that they feel like they can meet or reach. But like I had a therapist who was like, I just, uh, she was like, I just think like if you talk through things, you'll feel better. I'm like, no, no, like I understand why I do these things. I understand like what they all stem from, but like, what can I do with that? And she was like, oh, I don't really do that. And I was like, what? And she was like, but that's also because like that just wasn't her, that wasn't how she went about those things. But I kind of, I kind of defaulted to her as the professional there without realizing that I have agency in this as well. And like, she's not just going to come in here with a magic wand and fix me. There are different methods to going about this. And the more that you do therapy, the more you understand what things work for you and what things, or at least what things don't work for you. And it's, it's a, it's a process, but I would include your therapist in on that, in on that process. Yeah. Um, the best therapy that I had at the time because I believe like different points in your life you need different types of therapy and the best therapy that I had for that point in my life was when I was in college and um, I hadn't really been to a therapist before and I just needed somebody to vent to and I would just go and vent for an hour and he would give me homework and then that would be like our sessions and I loved that um and for me, that was the best therapy at that time. Right now, I don't think that therapy would be good for me because I don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, and then I had my worst therapy experience was this therapist that I went to who was so like stuck on me talking about my personal relationships, like romantic relationships from 15 years ago and was wondering why I wasn't still sad about them now. And I was like, it's been 15 years. Like, I truly do not care anymore. I truly, like, why, why are we so mm -hmm. stuck on this? And so, like, I dropped that person as a therapist. So I just think you just have to find a person. Maybe this therapy isn't, this therapist isn't the best for you, but I also would say stick it out. Like, you just started. So let's see where we are and see, like, if there, I would come into therapy with an intention, like each session with a different intention and tell your therapist up top what the intention is. And if they are constantly ignoring you, then maybe this isn't the therapist for you. But yeah. they just ask them what their method is and ask them like, how long am I going to have to keep delving into my past before we um, get to the point where we can concentrate on my future? Yeah. And you also don't actually have to give a whole life backstory for therapists to be able to like, sure, everything is connected in your life, but we are, <laughs> we are like such complex individuals that like, there will be times that like, you will forget to have to said a story or whatever that is. Like they can also ask like follow-up questions. Like you don't have to give, here's my entire story. So then you can understand where I'm at. Like you can be like, this is where I'm at. And they can be like, do you think that ties to anything? And like, you can, you can kind of go from where you currently are and how then go back from those things that are attached to that or have like led you to this place. You don't have to, but I mean, if you, again, if you want to, you can. And also you can ask your therapist for homework. That was like some, that was something my therapist told me. Cause I was like, I like that you give homework and I like that 
I feel like I the, the sessions and like what I learn and understand about myself continues on after the session because you've given me homework, whether that's like watch this video or have you seen this movie um, or this book is really interesting or this article. And then she would give herself homework and then she would come back and be like, OK, so I did this, this and this because I thought about this from us. And it was so that felt so helpful because you were it wasn't everything became connected in sessions versus like every, the connection is like my life or whatever. Um, but then I asked my other therapist for homework and she's like, I don't really do that. Like, I don't know what I would tell you to do. And I was just like, okay. So I agree with Melissa in the sense that like this, you're in the early stages. So this is, I think this could work out like and be a great therapist match for you. Um, but if you're getting impatient, tell your therapist that. Like that is my biggest regret is just not having these exact conversations that I had with like my friends and I had with Mots when I was starting to other therapists. Like I wish I had had those conversations with that therapist sooner because as soon as I finally had that conversation, I was like, oh, this is not the right fucking fit. And I have spent so much money and so much time thinking that I would, that this was a me problem. This wasn't like a, oh, this is a, this is a pro, this is just not a relationship that's going to work. But congrats for joining, joining, starting, joining therapy, starting therapy. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back. Mm. 
Hi guys, um, I am 30, she, her, um, and this is a question. Um, for context, I am also, uh, I have ADHD and autism, and so I'm just wondering whether this is a sort of neurodivergent not understanding or whether you have any advice. Um, so my question is about work. Basically at the moment I'm, oh, trigger warning for sort of like death, dying, etc. Um, at the moment I am going through uh, something with my family. My granddad is very, very sick. He's elderly and um, he has cancer. So as a family, we are all doing the majority of his care. So that's between like me, my mum, my dad, and then occasionally other family members. Um, obviously, that's really difficult both in terms of time but also just in terms of like stress so like there's a lot on my brain um he's probably got at most three months to live so obviously that's quite a stressful and upsetting situation so my question is um i was recently having a problem with understanding the difference between explanation and excuse so i've spoken to my boss about this situation she's absolutely fine with it she's like take all the time you need work from home bless her she even went and bought me a laptop so that i could do my work from home if i needed and she's just like just keep me in the loop let me know what's going on but i've had a couple of other people at work be like annoyed and upset with me that i'm not in the office as much or you know in their eyes i think they think that i'm just kind of i don't know not working <laughs> I don't actually work with any of them none of them are being lumped with additional work so I work as a PA for one individual person so we all work in the same office but if I'm not there if I'm working from home it doesn't change anything to do with their work they also either work for individual people or different departments um, I'm also like a private contractor as a PA for this person so it's not that we're all getting paid the same salary and they're being expected to come in and I'm not like I'm effectively I rent a desk in this office space and my boss you know works within the business but I'm not contracted to the business you know all of those kind of things um so after this had gone on for a little while I kind of told somebody what was going on and why that was the case and they said that that was an excuse and I was confused because I was like it's not an excuse it's just an explanation like I just wanted to explain why my current working situation is different and they said it's an excuse so my question is what's an excuse and what's an explanation <laughs> because I don't know and I'm confused and I don't know how better to handle that type of situation like how better to handle when you've got a lot going on in your personal life and it's affecting other things like work or friendships should you tell people what's going on or should you not or do you have any advice thank you so much love the show you're both great bye-bye honestly this person just sounds like a miserable cunt. However many of these coworkers there are, they all are. They all sound like miserable cunts. Yeah, like one, it's none of their business. You told them as a courtesy, and you don't have to tell them. I feel like they've probably been judging and talking about you behind your back. And um, this is awful. Why would you say this to anybody? Like, why would you do that? And you're doing your work. You don't report to them. They have nothing to do with the money that you're making. You're not getting in the way of their bag. So why are they concerned in this way? They should be concerned in a different way. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, being good people, that would be a, a great way to show concern by, you know, asking if you need anything, asking, you know, like, what can we do for you? But no, they're just being an asshole. They're just an ass. I, whatever they say from now, 
going forth, it doesn't matter. Like nothing they say is valid in my eyes. Yeah, I agree with that. Like this to me sounds like there are some people when they realize that they've fucked up, which I agree with Melissa. I think they've just been talking shit behind your back about this. And then they find out the reason and that feeling of um, guilt and embarrassment. Some people just double down and they refuse to accept that. And so then they just are like, instead of being like, or what they're truly feeling is like, oh, shit, like that's fucked. Like I fucked up that. I can't believe that this is what they're going through. Um, But that is too uncomfortable for them to deal with. So then they're like, yeah, no, of course. Like, yeah, as if I already know and that doesn't affect, I don't care. And like, that's, that's just an excuse. Um, I have a, I have a, I also have a very hard time distinguishing about like these kinds of things. Like I've mentioned it before. Like I have a really hard time understanding the difference between like sharing something and like complaining. And like, I, I just have a hard time, um, with that kind of like those kinds of like social cues in that sense. Um, and in this instance, I think that the response that I would have, if anyone said this, like to me, (laughs) something that I think is like going around the internet that people have started to say And I'm like, this is very helpful of just being like, that's a very odd thing to say. Or what? why would you say that? Like just making people, instead of trying to like um, compensate uh, for other people's feelings and emotions when they're so clearly not doing that for you, I now am trying to work on the thing of like, I'm not going to then compensate for both of us. I'm just, I'm going to give you back exactly what you've given me. And I'm not, and I'm going to point out like that, what an odd thing to say because essentially they're being like well that's like you're giving excuses and it's like are you jealous do you wish that you were dealing with is that what you're asking like you wish your grandfather was actively dying and you're his caretaker like that's such an odd that's an such an odd desire to have um i just can't relate to that like yeah, I, I, I think I agree with Melissa that like I wouldn't listen to like another word any of these people said um, and you don't work with them at all. So like, I guess like what you're saying is that like, I don't think that you're, ex- I'm not sure if you're exclusively working from home or you're going into the office like every so often. Because um, if you're going into the office and your boss works with the like, let's say you're all PA, I'm assuming personal assistant in this instance. Mm-hmm. And let's say they all, all of the bosses all work together and they work at a company, but all, each of them outsource a freelance assistant. Um, to that, then I would like give a heads up to your boss of being like, hey, they said something like a little, just pretty, pretty far out of line. So I just want to give you a heads up that um, I'm not going to be interacting with them in person like if they need to like schedule like do you have to schedule things with like her co-workers through them because then I would just say I would make sure that all of your like correspondence um is on email and very professional in the sense that like you don't give an up op- no I don't want to say that you gave an opportunity for them to say this but like make sure that like if they want to say out of pocket shit again that they have to do it in writing or in front of they're a higher up or something like something along the lines of like I don't like they they feel far too comfortable to say these things and because I don't even think you can really I don't know if you can they're not your co-workers to like report in that kind of sense um but uh this also just seems like <laughs> uh they need some more to do because how can you have the time and energy to to even notice or care 
about how much work someone else is doing that you already don't even see the work that they do because you don't actually directly work with them. Like, this is giving much like, we're a family. Like, we all go bowling together every week. Like, what's the excuse? Like, why are you even bringing this up? Like, what are you talking about? Your direct boss bought you a computer so that you could do work from where you are. Like, I, I just don't understand why they care so much. Yeah. Fuck them. No, truly fuck them. Um, this is an instance of them just being bad, bored people who mm-hmm. not realized that um, how other people do at their jobs is so irrelevant to you, except in the sense that you're making it relevant to you because now it is affect. I promise you it's affecting their work, their obsession. Yeah. Just lose. Like, this is just very losery, embarrassing, losery behavior. All right. Well, now it's time for Don't Blame Them. So Don't Blame Them is when y'all can write in, you, the listeners, can write in or call in and share advice or thoughts and feelings about a previous call or write-in that we've had on the show. So here we go. Hi, Eminem. This is for Don't Blame Them episode, I Want to Date Someone 10 Years Older. And it's for the person who wrote in saying that she liked her coworker who's 10 years older and she's interested in let me just say, don't do it. Take it from someone who stupidly had a thing with a coworker 20 years older than them. Yes, I'm a dumb bitch, but I got free crab legs and sushi. I was lucky enough that he was in a different department, but regardless, don't shit where you eat. I also ignored everyone, including Eminem, about him and eventually got hurt. And with already, plus with already daddy issues that I had, which I'm guessing you have daddy issues or you're a Lana Del Rey fan, as she loves singing about middle-aged men, it made me feel even more abandoned than ever. And honestly worse, which made me fall back into unhealthy habits, which is something I want you, writer, to avoid because that shit hurts bad. You feel lost and it's scary. Luckily, I'm finally out of it. And I'm also a small town girly as well. And I hate it, especially since it's mostly white people who think salt is spicy. So I do agree with Melissa for going to another town with your friends, like find a club to join or a cider place. Maybe go hiking or rock climbing or that radio ad that advertises for single people to meet up and do fun activities. Hope this helps. You know, it's always the insight we have after the moment. Mm -hmm. But um. Yeah, this is, I, I wholeheartedly agree with this. And I hope that that person is no longer, no longer interested in their coworker, let alone their old coworker. Yes. And thank you for this person to write, that wrote in because we specifically asked them to in the yeah, episode. We did. In a thank you for the call and response. <laughs> We're like, I know someone who dated someone old who they worked with, who made it really subtle, (laughs) really, really subtle. What a great plug to join our Patreon. We get to know you all deeply, intimately and personally, (laughs) and you get to know us a lot better as well. It's very fun. Um, it's like the social interact. Like it, I, I just can't. It, it's great. Like as someone who has does not leave their house except to like see Melissa, um, and to like run errands and stuff. This is like my has been my social friend circle for the last couple of years, and that's like the same for a lot of people. And uh, I promise, like wherever you are in the world, you can depending on how late you can stay up. We don't do it at the same time. We do live streams every other month. No, we do live streams twice a month, and uh. 
we don't do them the same time or like the same like days every week because we know that there are people from all over. So sometimes, sometimes you'll, you'll find a Swede just sleeping on the live stream. Yeah. They're just lying there sleeping or sometimes people will be out like clubbing or whatever and then they'll come back home mm-hmm. and then they'll join. Or drunk. we'll see them on the drive and in the back of the Uber on the way there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we'll see people getting ready to go out. Sometimes people are like, doing their evening, it's like cooking dinner, doing their cooking evening dinner, routine. Yeah. Sometimes we'll see some people join at work. Sometimes from a lab, and they'll be they'll be doing that. <laughs> like it's 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 a great time, and you'll meet lots of people from all over who are like I can't even stress like so kind like such a great um group and they all have a group chat which it's so rude they've like never invited us to be in it like they've never invited us yeah it's they so mean they explicitly they'll, they'll, said they have- you guys can't be in it because we hate you and I was like that's so weird and ironic yeah and they also like have their own inside jokes and then won't clue us into what it is yeah no rude. like they're just like super rude but like it's they just hate us like they love each other so therefore they will love mm-hmm. you too um and yeah, like we're also really good at helpful on there for trying to figure out like what you want to text someone if you need to figure out their childhood home, <laughs> who their parents are. Um, you know, we like it's it's very uncensored. It's it's us. Um, you can get a, a, an idea of what our live streams are like because we do upload them most of them onto the patreon and you can we haven't i haven't uploaded them in a while because of the strike and people kept slipping up well i was gonna say so so that that you will know like there will be ones that are up but just know that the ones that are up are the ones that we can post so Mm -hmm. pre-strike and also sometimes we're like this needs to be a a a one-time only kind of a thing so Mmm -hmm. they get juicier so get a hit, hit hit stop yeah and we go okay let's let's pause this off the record we need to talk about last names mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we need to get we need to get a first last middle let's talk about government names right here so um it's a really fun time and you can also watch the video versions of the podcast on patreon as well you can also just support the show you don't have to participate in any of those things and there's usually new people every time we do a live stream so you will not be the only one and melissa will only haze you a little bit i don't haze that's illegal I love saying like just so many things are illegal, even if they're not like hazing actually is illegal. I, hazing, I think only in some very states. Much illegal. Only in some states. I do think some states. Yeah, it's, it's they, illegal in California and it's illegal in Arkansas. So the two states that I spend most of my time in, it's fair. illegal. So, but there are other things where I'm just like, oh, I can't do that. That's actually like illegal. Like filling up my own water bottle. Like that's actually illegal, and like I don't want to break the law. Anything else before we no, good. dip out? I'm good. Oh, oh, you good? Oh. Oh, yeah. If you celebrate, Merry Christmas. I hope you got your stocking stuffed and uh, that Santa came real hard for you. Someone who recently watched the Santa Claus too, Tim Allen is the Santa Claus in my head and I'm like not cool with that imagery. <laughs> um, you don't want a Republican coming for you? I, I, I don't. Not for free. Like, okay. I, I do think that like that... I don't even want it as a tax write-off. Like, I don't want this to be charity work. Like, I would like to be compensated for my time. Speaking of tax write-offs, donate to my movie. Link in the description. Link in bio. <laughs> um, that's it. We hope you all enjoyed. Have a ha- ha- happy holiday. And I guess, no, you'll hear from us tomorrow. So we'll talk to you before the new year. Yeah.
a couple AM. times actually. Yes, true. All right, toodaloo. Oh, uh, and on for but am I watching this week? We watched uh, last holiday, so join us. It's fucking great. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>